Welcome to Two Keys in a Pod. I'm Shantiana Keys. And I'm Andreana Keys. And we have been gone a minute. Even though we said we weren't at the top of the year for our New Year's resolution, or at least mine, okay? T- the the team goal here was to put out an episode a week, whether I was by myself or not. Well, I was coaching and didn't realize I was going to take over my life in the way that it did. Okay? That's just the truth. And Andreana, we all know her busy problems but we also don't have an update on Poland because the episodes that we did record either didn't see the light of day because I didn't have time to edit them so that was one of them and the second one our audio was bad because we were on zoom and all the other stuff so you know charted to our head not our heart but what's the update on Poland um update dang so yeah I don't know the last update was that you went I think Oh, wow. Okay, so that's great. Um, We really, yeah, fell off. um, I'm back. Uh, It was an experience. Um, Warsaw, where I lived, though, was pretty cool. Um, Very big. I was living, kind of living the city life a little bit, which was, you know, a lot of traffic and different. Um, Yeah, the season was the season. (laughs) I'm going to have to update y'all on that another time, but... Um, yeah. Played basketball. Yeah. If you want oh, well, did you make a Poland vlog? Or is that only Yeah, I did. Okay, so if you want to see that, go to her YouTube and check it out. Yep. See her city life. Um, yeah, so we were trifling and here we are. Um, but we're turning over a new leaf. She's home, it makes it easier. Um, I'm about to be away from these children, hopefully, for a little while, and that should be easier. Um, but this was one of my New Year's resolutions, and I fell off hard. Well, that I had content. Content was my New Year's resolution. So once a week. Don't know that I've hit that with my TikToks. Uh, but anyway. Your TikToks was booming. Yeah, some booming, of them so. randomly booming. Just out of nowhere. Just, and, and that's how that goes to show, like, the algorithm is weird. Because if you get the right hashtag in there at the right time, like when I was doing the um, Grammys. Yeah, I think I was like just talking about the Grammys. Like use the right hashtag at the right time. Got the most views I've ever had on a video. But anyway, yeah. So trying to trying to blow up over there, even though <laughs> there is a TikTok ban possibly coming. I hear that it's probably not going to happen because it makes too much people money. But mm-hmm. um you can see all the the TikTokers. Have you seen like TikTokers be like, guys, we must stand up against <laughs> the man about this TikTok ban. It's free speech and all this other stuff. Um, so that's been hilarious to watch people. And I know it's their money. And some of them quit their jobs, you know, to be a TikTok influencer. Right. I get that. So, but it's just hilarious still um, that all of a sudden like they've got activists for this cause <laughs> call your senator call your representative shame yeah but um they say it's not going anywhere so y'all can still follow me <laughs> blow me up over there <laughs> um you know it just yeah anyway so that's uh the latest on our lives pretty much again coaching or playing basketball. Those are pretty much the, that's pretty much the gist, which takes us into even more basketball. Because what else would you get from us uh, in the month of March? We are gonna preview the Final Four 
All right, but so far, what have you liked that you've seen or any games that has, you know, kind of stuck out to you? Um, Honestly, it's, I mean, it's been a good tournament, I think, especially on the women's side and on the men's side, too. I haven't watched those games, so I can't even get into that too much. But I know that on the men's side. <laughs> That's what that, we hear. Look, <laughs> on the men's side, it's, I think it's teams that you never thought that would make it. But the Florida team's uh Eighteen, nineteen, something, something crazy. Yeah, made it all the way to the final four. That's what you like to see. But yeah. maybe they just actually weren't a nine seed. But then there's somebody else too that's in it. That San Diego State, like it's just schools that you Creighton too wouldn't think. No, they just lost. Just kidding. Um, but that shows you how much I watch the schools men's basketball. that you wouldn't think, and like the ones that are typically probably getting farther did not. So that right. I thought that was um cool and then on the women's side great basketball all around i watched all those games um of course and um just some good teams i don't know like the final four i don't know if it's gonna be like oh this is amazing you know know. who knows with these games but it's definitely like hyped so i'm excited to see that but um always rooting for the big 10 so i've been rooting for all those teams (laughs) (laughs) um since the beginning so so one team from the big 10 two from the sec and then one from the acc yep so should be interesting the, no pack 12 which i feel like do they have somebody last year i feel like there was a run there for a Stanford. little while that oh yeah so i feel like they had a run there that people were saying pack 12 was the best conference in the they nation. were saying the best offensive that was around the time sabrina and right. was there right but yeah um so, looking forward to the games, who do you have picked? Um, South Carolina over Iowa, which I'm like, dang. Uh, <laughs> I didn't watch the game last night against Maryland. But, that I mean, that's close. Nine, it was, what, oh, nine y- points? Yeah, like ten or something. No, Iowa can beat them. Will they? I don't know. I don't think they have enough. Uh, I think South Carolina has too many post players and taller people. Correct. Yeah. So, no. That, and, I mean, that's where a lot of their offense comes from is the inside. Yeah. Now, what I think that South Carolina has on them is their depth. And I get it. These five have played together forever in a day, eight million years. I get it. But I just also think, you know, don't matter. You get somebody in foul trouble exactly. or you keep pounding, pounding, pounding with their athleticism. It just is like it's like a never-ending attack. Like yeah. it just – you think, all right, well – this player is gone. This she's out right now. Well, they just replace her with a taller, athletic kid. Like right. it just—it's gonna be the rebounding, I think. Like to mm-hmm. the offensive boards and stuff like that. That I was not gonna be able to hang. But it's—I think it's gonna be a good game. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. I think it could get there, and then they break it down. But yeah, it's gonna be good, and obviously a bunch of hype around Caitlin Clark and Aaliyah Boston. So right, which national player of the year conversation, which we will definitely get to. But my thing with the matchup is, I mean, how how do you think Caitlin Clark is gonna go? Did they play earlier this year? No. Okay, that like the matchup in that way because I don't think Dawn's gonna throw like junk defenses at her. Yeah. That's not that really their game. Mm-mm. Brie Beal, I assume, is going to be on her. She's incredibly – or not incredibly long, but she's a six-footer, too. Mm-hmm. Caitlin's, what, six one? Yeah. Like, so the height advantage isn't there. Size advantage isn't really there, like, girth-wise either, like, strength. 
So I'm not saying she, you know, shuts her down, but we, we've talked about it before, or y'all probably didn't hear it because that podcast never got posted. <laughs> but Brie Beal, like her, her percentages, keeping people below their averages or limiting when she's on them is significant. Something that, you know, not talked about a lot because it's not a stat you can like really look at easily or accessible, but like if she can do just a little bit on Caitlyn better than what people have been doing. I mean, 40 points seems absurd. She would never get that on South Carolina, but I think it's a good matchup. Look, I don't know what she going to get. I don't know if she could not get 40 on South Carolina. Um, it's going to have to be a lot from the three point line and she's going to have to catch somebody off guard. Cause I don't think it's going to be off the dribble. I think they could foul her. Yeah. Get to get into line. Yeah. Okay. She do a step back three. Somebody going to clock her in the face <laughs> or something. Not intentionally. They just right. don't foul. Look, cause you got to watch what you say about um, them. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know. It's going to be good. And, and of course I was going to throw those junk defenses at them and all this other stuff too. Right. Zone and they're going to um, just sit in the bag and make yeah. them shoot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're not going to do what Maryland did, which was not do that. They was getting out and trying to pressure them and all this other stuff. Will they turn the ball over? It's my question. Iowa, do you think South Carolina will get out and transition on them? Mm, they will, but it's only going to be like if somebody's being too weak <laughs> with the ball and get it snatched from them or if uh, they trying to throw it into Monica Sinano because she's going to have a long day because she's got – 50 post players to right. go against instead of just one strong one or something like that. And they just get taller, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, I mean, I think that's probably going to be the game of the tournament, probably, in my yeah. feeling. Um, so I think it'll be a really good one. Uh, the other one, th- th- that one – remains to be seen. It doesn't look like it's going to be a lot of drama, you know? Yeah. I've been kind of – which I guess I'm I'm not the, like, trash talking type person or wants all the fireworks, but, like, I've been kind of <laughs> craving that from mm. the game lately. Like, okay, anything spicy? What we got? What we got? Um, yeah. I don't know if that's good or no, bad. Well, you know LSU, they're going to do that anyways. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, Virginia Tech, they don't – they don't seem they like don't they're going to. Yeah, they yeah. don't do that too much. It don't seem like. Um, so, it, I mean, it'll be good just because Final Four, Kim Mulkey does her thing and gets her people together. Uh-huh. Um, and Virginia Tech, we ain't never seen them there before, but they are an older group who and legit. play well together. Yeah, yeah. everybody was wondering if they were legit one seed, and it appears so. Yeah. Now, um Okay, so yeah, those games this weekend on Friday. This mm-hmm. will be the first Final Four in like eight years. Eight? Yeah, eight years that I've been to. I'm a Dang. little salty. That's unfortunate. I saw that tickets was going for uh, three eighty two, the cheapest. Um, I never paid for. One that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna ask you, but um, also they said that I can't remember which game it was. I think it was the Iowa Louisville game had it was on ESPN one, the main one, I think. Okay. And it had more viewership than any NBA game that was televised on ESPN this season. Oh wow. So it's 
pretty good. Okay. All right. Well, if you make it accessible, people will watch. Speaking of that, I told you my kids at school have been like, Caitlin Clark is a dog. Caitlin Clark is this and that and the third. And we got our feelings about how and why and face of basketball, blah, 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 all that other stuff. But the positive side is my kids, football players, basketball players, whatever in my class are talking about women's basketball. And I think that that's significant. Yeah. Yeah. So now moving to the touchy conversation, national player of the year. <laughs> All right. You're a big 10 gal. Okay. I don't think that that's why your allegiance is no. Caitlin, <laughs> no. but let me hear your argument for this. Um, I, I don't think there is an argument. <laughs> I think okay. it's uh, the Even without statistics. the 40, 40 point performance that yes, I think I probably think pushed her over the edge. For sure. I think the statistics, and I get it, she plays a longer time on the court. A like lot 40 longer. minutes. Woo, like. She plays the whole game, Adriana. <laughs> yes, but that doesn't matter. And she got a triple-double or almost did in all these games. And their offenses run through her. And okay, well, maybe, and I know Don Staley was like, well, if we wanted the lead to do this, you know, she could. Okay, well, give her the ball the whole game one time and let's just see it. And then that's it. They don't ever need to do that. They've been <laughs> well, blown folks okay, out well, by 30. Well, how about try it one time so you can shut us all up and that be it? But it's not even that. Of course, I'm a basketball player. I watched the game. I believe that she could do this. I know she could, but she's not. In the NBA, they not like, oh, LeBron could get 40 a game, but he doesn't. Like, right. they I- just picking the person that's got the best statistics for the, um, what is it, MVP of the league, and that's that. Okay, so it's national. Well, I guess national player of the year is absent of defense because your girl ain't playing it. Yes, yeah, absent of defense. They got a uh, defensive player of the year. For a reason, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I, I feel like national player of the year has not always been like, okay, offense, this is – like, it's like, who is the best – player even though I get there's defensive player of the year so you know I I understand both sides of it I feel like there's a point to be made that Aaliyah Boston carried the number one team in the nation she doesn't play those minutes because they are the number one team in the nation and they beat everybody by so much I I I don't know I I think you got a difficult conversation you got to take Aaliyah Boston out of South Carolina and put Caitlin Clark in there. And you got to put Aaliyah Boston in Iowa and take Caitlin Clark out. Okay. Girl, well, South Carolina is still going to be <laughs> in that uh, championship. They still going to be at that final four. I don't think Iowa would be. With if Aaliyah they had Boston. two dominant post players? If they had Aaliyah Boston, Monica Sanano, and the rest of them that they have. No. Mm-mm. I know I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. You you telling me you got the two most efficient post players in the nation probably on the same team, and that's great. But somebody's got to give them the ball. And yes, them the ones that still at right, Iowa will. Be able to, yeah, but they not doing it as much as Caitlin is. One, she's obviously in charge of all uh, almost all of the points. Well, you put Caitlin on South Carolina, and she's not. 
averaging what she averages at Iowa because they're not going to have the offense running through her, to me, in my opinion, like the same way that is happening in Iowa. Like, Caitlin does whatever she wants there. I don't know that that would be the reality at South Carolina. Hmm. I don't know. Well, first of all, she wouldn't be on no team uh, that she couldn't do that. Right. Well, so, fair. That's why she's there. So. <laughs> fair, too. The, the points were made. <laughs> yeah, no. I I, I think the, the swap thing is a difficult, like, I, one, I hadn't even thought about that. But, I mean, it's an interesting, certainly an interesting conversation because, yeah, she doesn't she doesn't shine at South Carolina because one she may not play because the defense, but you know. Okay, take the name South Carolina off and keep all those same players in whatever jerseys they want to be in, <laughs> and the same thing with the Iowa team. They didn't got to be called Iowa. They are just those same people. I'm sorry, but they are not gonna be the same they are not go- not the same they are not going to well okay but then there's there's value to, to a talk final about, four there's value to talk about the people around Aaliyah boston too holding their own as well like you say like they're still gonna be number one nation yeah because of the depth that's on south carolina but i don't know they're two different positions so i think it's hard to even like it's apples to oranges it's the reason why Bree Beal will never get defensive player of the year. It's like yeah, blocks are showing up differently than that efficiency of guarded people on the ball. I mean, it's not the same equivalent. I get it. Life is like, all I can say is life is a little bit different for post players. Yeah. They can look, gotta, they can get a national, they can get a defensive player award easier yeah. But very difficult to get a yeah. national player. But anyway, Aaliyah got it what last year? Yeah. So I mean it is it is what it is. I'm sure she will say, Who cares? And she right. probably is telling the truth. Yeah. Based and on she, what she is. Listen, yeah. if I leave with um two championships, national championships, um, one national player of the year and the d- number one WNBA draft pick. I think she will be able to sleep at night if she loses this, yes. this year. So yeah. it's fine. I, 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 yeah. She wants. She don't seem wrapped up in it, but and she definitely she's not getting it. I just want to <laughs> throw that out there. I, I no, I'm serious because it's too much hype and everything around this girl. Well, and... especially this week because I don't think they vote until. So what's today? Today is Tuesday. Yeah, they probably voting today or tomorrow. Like, yeah. Because so. we used to. And what I wanted Don to do was keep Aaliyah in yesterday, and just let her keep going and see. She ended with what twenty five. So yeah, but also I feel like Don probably is like we got nothing to prove either. So it is what it is. Like, had this been her only opportunity to get a national player of the year, I think you know maybe. They would have been taking bigger swings about it, but I just think they're like, whatever. At this point, if people want to go for that, the points and the all that other stuff, then so be it. But I feel like they're very focused on coming out national champion, and that's really all that there is. Um, even if leaving like leaving in Aaliyah Boston while you got a Final Four game on Friday, uh, you know that will kind of look. A little dicey, but I wasn't watching that game, so I don't even know 
how much time is left and all the other stuff. Um, okay. You were just talking about the draft. What is your mock, your mock up? Cause I know you've seen more declarations or people who said that they were returning back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, I don't even know who all is in the pool, but I guess uh, Leah Boston first pick. I think they said Diamond Miller second. Haley Jones is somewhere top five, maybe three or four. I think Maddie Segrist from Villanova, who is a finalist in the National Player of the Year because she has absolutely been balling and scores the most points per game this season. Um, and then after that, I don't know who, like, I have no idea. And this um, drafty class is very wide open, I think, for people to crack the, uh, what is it, top 12 or the first round or something. So, um, and other people, COVID years, returning back to school, not, you know, declaring for the draft and all that type of stuff. So I saw a tweet the other day about, like freshmen who are coming into college or even like freshmen this year, like they keep getting screwed by this COVID year because their coach is like, Hey, keep working hard. You'll break in and get some playing time. When like the reality is like you competing with a 24 year old for your playing time. Right. Like that's tough to do at 18, 19 years old, but yeah. it's what it is. It'll stop in two, one, one, one year, one yeah. more year. So who is the last class that gets it the senior class next year okay yeah senior class next year but then i'm thinking like what if you got hurt like in between your last two years like you took a red shirt year Mm -hmm. because you got hurt Mm -hmm. and you were a freshman during covid and then you still want to take your COVID year, but you also going to take your... Uh, I'm sure it's probably something special for them. Oh, I hope so, because, again, you can't be 30 playing in, <laughs> in, in college basketball. I remember guarding a 20... I think she was 24 at the time. 24, 25-year-old, my freshman year at Georgia College. And I was just like, this is unreal. <laughs> Hey, folks this is a stay. grown woman. Especially now, do? people want to stay in college. Well, the money. Yeah, that's been a big conversation lately is the NIL money. It's yeah. like, why would I want to go not fly charter, baby? And, yeah. You got all this stuff in college. Like, literally, young people, if you are watching, you want to get a full ride scholarship to these schools because... Yeah, you live in life, okay? <laughs> right. And especially if it's a, like a, a notable school, quote unquote, like you can make some good money in IL. Sometimes it's even just being at that particular university is a value. But yeah, the just the whole thing about being free, that, that needs to be your first goal. Right. Because um, we paid zero dollars for college. So that's important. Yep. Um, and you don't realize that. When you are being recruited, and that was my thing. I'm like, ah, oh, well, I might just like go walk on somewhere else. And like, no, go get some money. I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life, but I've been there. Also, big conversation has been the transfer portal, transfer portal, which has been big last several years. But what have you seen any big changes that are gonna happen or any interesting 
changes? Um, no, I haven't heard or seen anybody say that they're transferring. Oh, I've seen it. I'm just, I was going to say, I just don't know that I know who they are and that's like no shade to anybody, but I, um, yeah, I I haven't seen any. Who have you seen? Girl, I've seen several where it's like the photo and you know, all the, the, the text from the school colors saying, thank you so much to such and such. Like, Oh, what's that one site? There's somebody on Twitter. He always has um, the the announcements. World something? Worldwide. Know. Yeah, something like um, that. I thought we canceled. You know what? That's probably why I can't find them. <laughs> Look, don't get me on here, Lion. I have no idea. Um, I, but there was somebody who potentially got canceled, but I don't know if it's this person, so don't don't come for us if that's the case. Well, how do you know, um, who are the transfers that you saw then? I don't know. I don't know who they are. Uh I, um, I just, I've seen people saying, um, I've decided to leave and (laughs) take my talents into the portal. Um, Uh oh, but we were talking about NIL earlier, which brings the, um, so people wanting to transfer to bigger universities to get more money, that certainly can be part of the conversation. They may see a program is doing better in the NIL space, or they may have heard their friend made a couple dollars doing this, this, and that, and the third, and they're like, okay, let me get on it, in on that. Um, it's also reminding me about the Cavender twins mm-hmm. that we've had extensive conversation about. And um, I was talking to somebody like, oh, what are your thoughts on them? First off, them going to Miami boosted the stock of Miami, not even just from a playing standpoint. Like the person was talking about, I can't believe they let them wear their logos, the Miami logo in all their videos, which was a big conversation that was had when people were talking about, um, is it fair for them to use the trademark logos? Like, should they be able to use them? Like that was a big conversation um, for the NCAA. And so, I told them, I'm like, well, it's working both ways. They are getting more eyes because they're using the logo for Miami, but Miami is getting more eyes because their logo is in the this video of these girls who have millions of, of followers. So it's boosting their program as well. So I just think it's- In a school, probably. But why wouldn't they, what's wrong with them wearing the Miami hoodie? So Okay, like, so what? you're- like this probably like two or three years ago, um, like for the night commission, we were talking about what are the parameters in which you would be able to pay these athletes in a way that wasn't pay for play. Hmm. And so if you say that it is related to them playing basketball, then you are saying it is pay for play in, in some ways. Okay. So that's why you may see a commercial of an NFL player, like, and they're only wearing the colors of their team. Because they're not authorized to use the logo of their team because it's not a team sponsorship. You are sponsoring the athlete. So you just use the colors. So it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been wrong for them to be in that green and orange or whatever without the logos. Like people would have been able to infer like, yeah. oh, it's Miami. But, but what, videos, what videos that are sponsorships besides their own on YouTube that they wear that in? No, no, if no, they no. Do I don't it on their YouTube channel, then that's I don't know if different. they're using they're they're using them or not. It's perfectly fine and legal for them to, I believe, for them to be wearing any of their stuff. Um but 
because social media has gotten so strange, even when we were talking about this conversation, I remember sending an email to the, um, the chair of this group and saying like, this is why the logo conversation is important because on Sabrina Ionescu's, and I took a screenshot of her Instagram grid, it was her in her jersey. And I'm like, you can't separate on Instagram her value as a basketball player wearing Oregon from the rest of her feet because it was all like either related or she was wearing a hoodie or she was wearing her jersey. It was like, how could you tell an athlete, look, you cannot use these logos ever anywhere. Like so, the way social media works, like everywhere she is that is of significance, she's wearing the logo at the school, oh, yeah. you know? So, but I remember at the time, like it was a very big deal. Like people were like, no, 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 we don't want them to use it. It's trademarked. It belongs to the school. And my biggest concern was like, I don't know how you separate it the way that social media works. Like, I don't know how you tell an athlete, okay, well, you can't use it in this post. Well, does that matter if the next post is her in her jersey? Like, what does it matter that she has this Powerade uh, sponsorship and she couldn't put the jersey on? But you look next to it on the grid, like, who cares? Right. This is my thing. But, yeah, what were you about to say? Um, I found some of the... Uh... Oh, wow. Some of got? the transfer portal. We've got Lexi Donarski from Iowa State, one of their guards that's been there that for one. three years. That's huge. Um, Day Wilson from Duke, which I don't know too much about her, but I watched some of their games. She was their point guard. Oh, wow. Um, Kenneth Todd. Oh, Kenneth Kennedy Todd Williams from North Carolina, which is a loss for them. Who's Jada Curry's the be- their best player at Berkeley. Oh, never. Yeah, she, I think she's part of the um her NI she has some NIL like with Steph Curry, I'm pretty sure. Like Oh wow. Maria Gagdang from Boston College, their best post play- their best player is post player. That's a huge L. I could see her going to Miami. Um, Jada Walker, which I did know from Kentucky. So, yeah, some Destiny Wells from Belmont, which she was killing. She's small, but she's their best player. Oh, wow. Now, so at what point, because everybody was worried about the mid-majors getting poached, like a a Belmont being like, okay, well, you see them in the tournament, um, and people are just going to come and grab, you know, come and get a transfer, which is what used to happen in men's basketball a lot more often, but now that you can just not sit out, like is going to happen a lot. Um, but I'm thinking, you know, everybody's talking about the parody that's been happening lately. Um, teams competing. Well, some of that is a part of the transfer portal. If you can get four people out of the portal who are experienced juniors, whatever, and you can put them on a team together, that increases your chances of competing in your conference. So, I mean, there's good and there's certainly bad. And oh. I just want to know some of these reasons. Like, are the reasons, hey, I want to go to a bigger school? Or is it I want to go after a championship? Is it I hate this coach? I'm sure a lot of them now, because a lot of these coaches have changed over the years, it's probably like, ah, oh, my team sucks. I want to go to a better situation. Um, oh, I want to go try to compete for a championship. Oh, I just want to go home. I thought I would want it to be away and all this stuff. I see literally uh, the point guard for Boston College, a freshman. She one year in and out, gone. Wow. Um, Maddie Nolan, oh, wow, from Michigan. She's a senior. So 
she's from Indiana, probably going to play at home somewhere one oh. more year. So, <laughs> well, and I also wonder, are they seeing? And I'm just, I'm assuming everybody's operating in a way that is clean and fair. Are they seeing like movement on this team? Like you said, okay, Indiana gonna lose some people. Are you thinking? Well, she probably recruited me before I left. I assume she still wants me. Right. You, you know. probably are thinking. Now, look, her, I ain't saying uh, for her, she got a couple schools from Indiana to choose from. Um, and I don't even know that she would be able to go to Purdue because of, like you said, these people, they also have freshmen coming in too. Right. So it's like, yeah, you got to look at that too. But I'm sure a lot of these players like – circling the block like hey can i uh, almost spend the block one more time hey can girl you, you up like, <laughs> like can, I, can i change my mind right and i don't even know the rules of that i assume you wouldn't be able to talk to them until after the season is over like it seems like or i guess technically until you get into the portal is what would be yeah. my guess yeah okay yeah. Yikes, what a mess well i mean i look forward to it again if it is growing the game Great. If it's going to be a problem eventually, like don't, don't love that part of it. But yeah. So, well, we didn't get the full video of this because it's always growing pains. People. Well, I thought, Oh, great. We got this. We finally are on camera. We got the audio. No, we weren't on camera. I forgot to press record. Um, this is, um, a lesson that if it's on your mind, say it because I literally wanted to ask her, before we started, when I looked at the little circle button record, I wanted to say, did you, is it recording? Dang. Then she would have clicked it and we've been enrolling. We so. would have been rolling, had a perfect episode. <laughs> I didn't say anything. The first one in about a year. A year. <sighs> but that's okay. How are your New Year's resolutions going real quick? No clue. I mean, it, don't even remember not what they great. are. No, I do, <laughs> oh, but okay. they not going as like strong for real but okay well i haven't given up completely since i don't remember mine <laughs> besides the content once a week i'm gonna say not great not great oh working out occasionally three three times a week i think i was supposed to do four but uh yeah all right well we'll check back in hopefully <laughs> like at this point who knows who knows but i really hope we are here next week doing the same thing and <laughs> and uh, getting it together. All right. It's been Two Keys in the Pod. We'll see you next time. <laughs>